I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I know what you are. to Where You Been, Loca, episode 20. I'm Marissa. I'm Kayla. And I'm Mariana. And today we're covering chapter 20 of New Moon, Volterra. Before we begin, where the hell have you been and what the hell are you drinking, Loca? Drinking water. And I have been to the Taylor Swift Tag 8. Oh, yeah. I forgot we did that. <laughs> yes. So... Just a little fib saying that I made it backstage and we're besties and all that. Pretty close. We were in the parking lot. We were in the parking lot. I, Which I is saw backstage. Pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Technically was behind the stage. I so. did see pictures of just a bunch of people outside the stadium listening. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was us. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was actually so nice. It was so fun. What I have preferred to be inside the stadium? Yes, absolutely. Sure, of a thousand course. percent. A hundred million percent. And it wasn't <laughs> for lack of trying. We tried very hard. We sure did. We spent a majority of our time I there spent, trying to get tickets for another I night. I spent the majority of my weekend messaging people <laughs> on Facebook and screening them. Yeah. We really did try. We we did our darndest. But anyone in another city has extra tickets, Kayla and I would like to come. You can host us, your favorite WIBL podcast hosts. Ariana doesn't get to come. <laughs> She's not a Swifty. I, I am not a Swifty. That's okay. That's okay. So, yeah, we sat in the parking lot, listened to Taylor from afar. Wait, that really reminds me when you just went, that's okay. That's okay. Ariana did that. Do you remember? Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that about? <laughs> I don't remember. What was it? It was like it was like one of our very early episodes, and Kayla said something. I don't remember what it was. I think it was. You were like, I was never a fan, or I'd never seen it, or like something. And you went, "That's okay." Like so, we're not. Oh, it's okay. I think it was me saying, "I've never put eyes to paper for the book. All I had ever done was listen to it on Audible, and it wasn't until like two years ago." A year ago at the time. And she was like, that's okay. That's okay. She's like, that's okay. We'll get through this. Okay. I mean, 
I mean, you know way more about this whole book than I do. So clearly, <laughs> you did something right, and I didn't. So it's actually fucking hilarious. Sorry to, but it just really reminded me of that. Okay, keep going. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So did that. Sat in the grass. Had a nice little like blanket situation. Marissa, my friend Shannon, and I. It was nice. Mm-hmm. And then we hopped on over to Xfinity. Mm-hmm. And we silent discoed mm-hmm. to a lot more Taylor Swift. To a lot more Taylor Swift. And it was so fun. It was I feel like I haven't had that much fun in like a minute. I love <laughs> a silent disco. So fun. They're so fun. Uh, and then I slept all day Saturday. Had to. Had to. Had too much fun Friday night. <laughs> I mean, I literally didn't get home until 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And I had work the next day, so. Yeah, I could not. I uh, And then it was Mother's Day. And I just went over to my mom's and we hung out. Played a little Animal Crossing together. Cute. Yeah. Just Did you have her over to your island or did you guys sit in the same room and play on your own consoles? Um, for the most part, sitting in the same room, playing on our own consoles. It would be more fun if, like, while visiting each other, you could still do things that, like, modify your island. Yeah. You can't really do... You can't put anything out. You can't put down a million tiles like I like to do. Yeah. Can't do anything. So it's just, like, you're sitting here. Yeah, you just Exploring each other's island. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have done that. We do do that every so often, like, whenever we have, like, something to update. So cute. We do a little bit of both. Yeah. And I'll leave it there since double feature. Cool. Ariana? So my mind is completely blank as to what I did two Fridays ago and two Saturday mornings ago. <laughs> um, I did well, I what tell were you-, you doing while the rest of the world was at Taylor Swift? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, I really <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> uh, like, I literally have no idea. D- did I tell you about Kahlua's ticks? No. No. So on Friday, if I think about it too much, it... Uh, just say Friday. Friday. Did I do it right? No, but... Just really? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so on uh, a day that starts with F and ends with day. Um, <laughs> I, like I said, I don't remember what I did. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I, I don't remember what I did on Friday, but I remember Saturday now, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Saturday, Nick went to his Saturday morning. Nick went to his aunt's house to they're like redoing their kitchen, so he was helping them like demo. That's nice. And they took Kalua to play with Nick's aunt's dog while they were there, and they took her on like a hike mm. in like Valley Forge, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And she had like ten ticks on her. That sucks. And I never like I've never like had to pull a tick off of anyone or anything before it's gross i hate it so i was like didn't know what i was doing and the first one i pulled off it like broke no it didn't break but it like flew on me and started crawling on my arm and i freaked the fuck out i was like as you should i was with nick's mom like came back and dropped her off and like i like pulled the tick off and it and it like and it like flew in my arm and i was like oh my god oh my god and nick's mom was like oh my god oh my god go to the bathroom let's fuck it off let's fuck it off we were both just like oh my god like we were both just like panicking and then nick's mom was like i gotta go oh my god and then she left me to do the rest of them by myself (laughs) so but then i got tweet i got tweezers Uh uh-huh 
so that that didn't happen again. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I was, Mm -hmm. and I was like really paranoid, like because Kalua's on tick and flea medicine, but I was just really paranoid Paranoid, about them. So I checked her like eight times. Were any of them like latched on, or were they just like crawling around? They were, they were on her. Yeah, like Mm. ugh. When I was a kid, I had I had camp, I had day camp, and I was getting bused home, and I. I remember vividly sitting like in the bus and I look down and I see a round like brown 3D like thing on my leg and I was like, oh my God, (laughs) I have a tick and a single tear rolled down my cheek and I was like, oh no, I'm going to have Lyme's disease. It was melted chocolate (laughs) because I had a cookie. (laughs) Nice. I had my fair share of ticks last year it was so weird yeah you did have i had ticks like last year three or four ticks like not all at the same time but mm-hmm. like every other week i was finding a tick on me two of them i think came from the greenhouse yeah mm-hmm. one of them came from my mom's dog mm-hmm. and the fourth one i got at rita's sitting on a wall crazy yeah like what the fuck and they just freak me i hate because they like they were never, they didn't like, they weren't on me for long because they weren't like a raisin. Yeah. They were just still like a flat bug. Yeah, that's what it was like on Kahlua. Like I, but their little pincers Ugh. were in me. So I had to like tweezer and pluck it and you can feel Ugh. it just tug. Ugh. It's the, ugh, it's the worst. It's ugh. so They're gross. so gross. Yeah, well, anyway, like, Lyme's disease is no fucking joke, guys. No, I know. I, I was really paranoid. One well, for Kahlua. Deer but, tick. Yeah, they were deer ticks. The little, on her. Or is it deer tick? There's there's like the bigger ones that are like this and they're like flat. They kind of like they look like a little oval and they're like pretty visible. Mm-hmm. Those ones don't have Carry the Lyme disease. disease. It's like the really teeny tiny ones that almost look like fleas, I think. Ugh. Oh, those gross. are the ones that I mean, these it. were big enough where I could like They were probably the like regular, regular tick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, regardless, I hate it and Yeah, don't I want mean, them. I was like paranoid um for Kahlua but also like I don't know how ticks fucking do their thing what if they like hopped off and then they crawled on me so I was like they did paranoid (laughs) well yeah yeah but like like I didn't know like once they were on Kahlua if they would just like yeah like they would like Like, leave yeah Yeah, like I like was like I don't know how this works so I was like freaking out I like vacuumed everything I like checked Kahlua like eight times to make sure I got all of them like I was just very paranoid about the ticks. Um, well, for a future reference as well, like tweezers always, and then you want to like pick them up, like pinch them, like at almost at the skin, like by their head. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah, because their head break, goes in, right? Yeah, and if you just like break the body off of it, then you have to like dig dig it out because it'll like cause an infection. Okay, or no, can, I think can I think I infection. I think I got all of them like off intact because a lot of them are still like. Yeah. wiggling around moving that's disgusting yeah it was it was very gross um and like i never like dealt with a tick before so i was like what the fuck is this what did you do with them i flushed I mine i flew them yeah i flushed them down the toilet i, flew she them. Flew them. <laughs> I got on it and i, I went for a I, ride she i fucking them flew them out the window down the toilet yeah <laughs> um and then saturday night we went out to dinner for nick's sister's birthday um and then we went to like nick's other aunt's house for like the after party 
And then we came home and then Nick started throwing up in the middle of the night and I thought it was from the alcohol, but I was sorely mistaken. Um, Then Sunday I visited my mom, which if I knew it was neurovirus, I probably wouldn't have visited my mother, but she didn't get sick and no one did. So that's fine. But I visited my mother on Sunday and then I came home and just like chilled. And then Monday I got the neurovirus (laughs) <laughs> and I was fine all day. I was doing good. Nick was not doing well. Like we knew at that point he was not well. <laughs> um and I was like, "Oh, like I'm fine. Like I feel fine." And then like around like literally 5:30, it just hit me like a motherfucker and I had to oh. puke like immediately. And then that was just downhill from there. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yep. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good idea. <laughs> all right. Well, I am drinking water, and um, let's see, Friday, obviously, I did the Taylor Swift tailgate, and it was amazing, and then on sa- so I, okay, so I was off on Thursday, and then I st- or started working, no, I was off on Wednesday, and then I started working Thursday, and that was my beginning of my eight-day streak, so I decided naturally to go out every single night of my weekend during my eight-day streak, which was fucking crazy. So we did Taylor Swift on Friday. Well, I did do something on Saturday, but I don't remember (laughs) what it was. (laughs) Me, literally. Yeah, I have no idea. I definitely did do something. (laughs) What the fuck could I have possibly done? So whatever. It was Mother's Day. I know I heard this. I went to my parents' house, and then I continued working until Thursday. It was so hard by day eight i was i i know not a single customer should have spoken to me yeah so that was um my week i don't think i could do that these days i used to do that all the time at quarter deck it's like so I would do like different at quarter deck day though, streaks. because you could literally just like talk to your tables however you want well and yeah <laughs> like you could just you could literally be like fuck you and they would be like Thank you. Throw change at them. Yeah. So like Not that's that I fine. That. I can't do that <laughs> at my customer service job. Um, everybody should go stay at the quarter deck. Um, or what is it really called? What's the hotel called? Oh my god, I don't remember. Not Ocean Lakes. That's where we were. Myrtle Beach Resort. Mm. I oh. think it is. I think it's so fucking basic. So if you're ever in Myrtle Beach, um, you should definitely stay at the Myrtle Beach Resort. Uh, go to the quarter deck. Great food. Great service, obviously. You're That's all I'm going to say, too, because I have other things to say okay. for our next episode, I believe. Great. So um, I do want to quickly note that the three of us are sitting in this room with the windows open, but also bundled up as if it's 30 degrees out and not like 60 eight degrees <laughs> i did close one window because i was too cold and i didn't think i would be wearing a parka snuggie but here we are here we are i also just turned on the light and almost blew up our podcast so yeah <laughs> ariana almost just ended the whole thing, the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> we joke about it but but it, it almost would have been happened. <laughs> yeah. so funny why don't you <laughs> Sorry fucking for... recap us <laughs> all right Alice and Bella took two plane rides to Italy and stole a Porsche. Alice told Bella a little more about the Volturi, and other than that, 
it was mostly just Alice keeping tabs on Edward's chaotic decisions. So, not much. Yeah. All right. So, for this episode, Alice and Bella continue weaving through Volterra. However, the crowd becomes too large. Bella hops out of the car and without falling, shocker, runs across the pavilion all the way into Edward. She made it just in time, but the Volturi are not happy and force both of them, along with Alice, to come before the Volturi for a little chat. <laughs> that sounded like a very long breath. <laughs> a little chat. Yeah. It was a it was a long sentence. So, oops. Um, also, I can't remember if it's this chapter or next chapter. I think it's next chapter. But I feel like I found a plot hole, but I feel like it wasn't in my part, so I didn't write it down. So, maybe I'll remember when it, we get there, but I don't know. Okay. I have one question about something that's said in the book, and it's in your section, this okay. chapter. Okay. And I want to see if you called it out. Okay. We'll see. I... You I have no idea what you're talking I about. I did these notes... <laughs> yeah, I can't remember... Two weeks ago. ...what it is exactly. But I think it was in... It's in the next chapter. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't really remember um, this chapter, to be fair. Like I said, I did my notes two weeks ago. And um, as always, I am very brief in my section. And I cut out a lot of things that I feel are unnecessary, which is pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> so I <clears throat> guess we'll find out. Alice and Bella begin the steep winding climb towards Volterra as quickly as possible. Soon, though, it became impossible for Alice to weave them through the tightly packed cars on the road, and the cars piled up as they crawled closer to the city. Bella could see people parking their cars along the road and getting out to walk, but this was not done out of impatience. The lot ahead was full, and men in uniforms were motioning for drivers to U-turn and find parking elsewhere. So at this point, Bella's anxiety is skyrocketing, and it's made only worse by the sea of red around her. Red hats, red coats, red scarves, red ribbons, all fluttering in the wind. We know that the red is, I guess, the color of, what is it, Saint? Vampies. Saint um, Marcus Day. So they, it, yes. that's the color of the. Of blood. Of blood. <laughs> the color of blood. So everybody's wearing that, and that is very, like, jarring. Why? I think it just <laughs> is because she wasn't expecting it. And like, everyone she knows. to just be wearing red. Like, what? I don't know. I like, mean, it's weird, but it's not that weird. It's like a holiday. Yeah, but she like has never seen it. She knows that it's for vampires and blood and that like she's got yeah. this like back of her mind that like they're going to die because they're going to be too late. Yeah. And it's also just like a like in Bad your face moment. color. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So Alice refocuses Bella's attention, telling her that she may have to get out and run. Quote, just keep asking for the Palazzo dei Priori and running in the direction they tell you. Don't get lost. And I said that was a lot of faith to put in dear clumsy Bella. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck it up. Don't Didn't fuck Didn't she tell her up. like not to trip you, like don't fall either? At like some probably, point. Yeah, I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. And I'm like. Bella, we know Bella's the most clumsy girl on this planet. Like, yet it's the one time she the one time she doesn't doesn't fall. ever fall. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, like okay. ridiculous. So the pair make it to the first uniformed man directing traffic, and Alice weaves around him, making for the second blocking who is blocking the gate entrance. When she gets there, the guard taps on her window, and she rolls it down, and he is immediately taken aback by her beauty. 
She charms him, bribes him, and they let and he lets them through for a quote private tour. And that's because she's pretty and she's got pretty privilege. Yeah. It's at its finest. She says, Oh my God, this is a private tour. It's look how pretty we are. And then she hands <laughs> she reaches out a gloved hand and throws him a roll of cash. M- cash. And on the outside the outside bill is a one thousand dollar bill. Which, by the way, have been discontinued by this time. Okay. Because that's what I was waiting for. I was like, that sounds like it doesn't exist. I thought it didn't exist. Also, I Googled. I was like, there's a, what? It was like a thousand dollar bill. It it had been discontinued, but they have like. So it did exist at some point. It did exist. And the reason they discontinued it, so did $500 bills because it was like nobody was using them. It still exists for euros, I think, because I Googled it today and I was trying to see like. A, does a 1,000 euro exist? And what is the highest the euros will like go up to in paper mm-hmm. bills? And it said 500. Yeah, but she hands them American dollars. She hands them a, a wad oh. of American dollars and it's a $1,000 bill on the outside of this like canister of money. I just assumed that it was a they did a An little exchange. cash exchange because I could see her playing by those rules, but <laughs> nothing else. I would normally say <laughs> like they, just, they like, have, have all of that, it. <laughs> yeah. but I don't think that like especially Bella would have stood for like, oh, we have to do a like a cash exchange, like a currency exchange. Like, no, just hand them the fucking American dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking it was euros. No, yeah, it's dollars. I would be surprised if Carlisle still has like wads of euros, euros around because yeah. of his time in Italy. Yeah. Um, it was the thousand dollar bill was discontinued in nineteen sixty-nine. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess that's actually really kind of funny because they're gonna be like, "How the fuck do mm-hmm. you have this?" Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I'm saying like it makes sense that they would have it. Are yes. You, yeah. But there were five hundred dollar bills, a thousand dollar bills, five thousand dollar bills, and ten thousand dollar bills, and they would immediately be discontinued at this on um, July fourteenth, nineteen sixty nine, because nobody used them. Could you imagine? Do you have change for a ten thousand dollar bill? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> Especially everything was, you know, I, I mean, I guess the value of money also was lower, but everything was also just cheaper. So yeah, that would, that True. would get get you a lot of. Could you imagine like going to the bank and being like, "Yes, I need to take, take out a thousand dollars." They hand you one bill, and you're like, "Thanks." See, like that makes and more when you sense. when you lose that bill or somebody steals it, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I feel like those kind of bills make more sense now because like that amount of money is more like casual yeah these days whereas like a ten thousand dollar bill is like a lot then yeah yeah <laughs> like you're you're doing big transactions with that right not i mean it would be a big transaction for me but same <laughs> yeah, me too but, huge but you know the wealthy is out here that's like a, a weekend's spending <laughs> <laughs> so i could see them being like do you have change for ten thousand like no i don't sir (laughs) this is a wendy's (laughs) but anyway she hands him this chunk of change and she bats her pretty little eyelashes and her million dollar ten thousand dollar bill smile and he's like yes ma'am come right on through come through no problem i'm surprised though he's not like 
think you're funny, do you? Like, <laughs> what is this? Well, when he what first taps on bill? the window, he's like, who the fuck are you? And the window comes down and she's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, receiving a $1,000 bill oh, on the outside, yeah. I would have been like, the fuck do you think this is going to get me? This is obviously Monopoly money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I wonder, I mean, by some chance, if there's a bill out there, it would still be worth $10,000, right? Financially, like probably, they, what but if I'm some, sure like, like there's a two collectors bill. out there that you would know, pay you know, like people, Some people have like $2 bills, yeah, but they're not like in circulation anymore, technically. Yeah. yeah. Cool. On you average, mean? you should expect one of these bills in good condition to sell at auction in the $60,000 to $150,000 range. Right. So Notes. Like, oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Um, Notes in uncirculated level quality may sell for even higher. Even poor condition $10,000 bills typically sell for at least 30000 Yeah, like I would think like the value of them. I don't even know if you could spend it if it's out of circulation. Like it might not even be They're like still accounted legal, it's for. Still legal, tender, still legal tender and may still be in circulation. Okay, well then I would assume the value of it is just ten thousand, but obviously collectors people. out there are gonna yeah. like spend more. more to get it. Yeah, <laughs> imagine paying spending more money just dollars for a just to have for a for a, a wish I had that kind of money. money. Same to spend more money on less money on less money. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be that rich. <laughs> I want to know who was on the ten thousand dollar bill. Who the fuck is that? Salmon P Chase. Who? Santa? He was sa- s- like salmon, salmon, like the fish, like s- oh. salmon. Oh. But salmon. Salmon. P. Chase, who served as President Lincoln's Secretary of tre- of the Treasury. Okay. He gets the $10,000 bill. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Wait, for Lincoln? Yeah. And isn't Lincoln on like the five? I think Lincoln's on the penny. Oh. <laughs> it's <laughs> even worse. I don't fucking know. I don't know who's on what. Yeah, Lincoln's on the penny. Lincoln's on the penny, yeah. He might That's also be worse. on the five, but I don't know. I don't know who's on the five. No, I need to know. This William McKinley of- was on the $500 bill. Grover Cleveland was oh, on the $1,000. Oh, on the five. I knew I wasn't crazy. Well, who's on the penny? I think it's also Lincoln. No, it's not Lincoln. I don't know. It's it Lincoln. is. Oh. Thank you. Why does he's he a, get two? He's a one and a five. He's amazing. <laughs> William McKinley was on the $500 bill. Grover Cleveland was on the $1,000 bill. And James Madison was on the $5,000 bill. So four, I'm sorry, three of the four were presidents. And one was a fucking treasurer. Hmm. Secretary, I'm sorry, secretary of the treasury. My bad. Assistant to the assistant manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, apparently he was also chief justice of the Supreme Court. Fine. Anyway. He waves them through and they get past the gate and the crowd even just gets continuously thicker. And Alice is struggling to guide the Porsche through the throngs of people, turning down small alleys, definitely not made for cars, until she can finally, she finally cannot go anymore. And Bella jumps out of the car with the directions to run straight across to the right of the clock tower. Which I'm amazed that Bella can even hop out of the car because it says Alice turns down this alley and people jumped into alcoves to avoid her because she was so close to the walls and somehow like 
skinny girl Bella is be able to open the door and Maybe get out and start running. Maybe she went through a sunroof. Do Porsches <laughs> really have those? I don't know. I don't know. Me but neither. I do wonder if, A, they should have taken a Vespa. Right. Not yeah. as bougie. No, nope. but maybe not as fast. More practical. More, yes. Way more practical. Also, I am shocked that the directions were to the right of the clock tower and not south, east, west. Shocking. North of <laughs> the clock tower. I know. Just to the right. Just to the right. Just, just a quick little to the right. Look at the clock tower and then look to the right. <laughs> Crazy. Hope you know your rights from left. Yeah, no, I only know my cardinal directions. <laughs> you lose me at left and right. Yeah, not northeast. God forbid. <laughs> I would imagine that the clock tower is north. <laughs> to me, that makes sense. But I mean, if you really thought about it, you could probably figure it out based on where the sun is. Um, at noon, it would be directly ahead. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so the, I don't know the know answer, but I feel like you which would direction be able it was to coming tell. over the clock tower. Is it moving towards? Clock tower? Mm-hmm. Over. Away. Away. Over. <laughs> is it waxing <laughs> or waning? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Apparently Bella does, though. Mm-hmm. She has two minutes to get to Edward. Two. And she's shoving through the people. Two minutes? Yeah, two minutes. Two minutes is no time. No, but I'm... I noted every single time... The clock boomed because it was like every other sentence in my section. Oh, yeah. So I'm just thinking like how many, I mean, obviously 12. Yeah. It's, but it's, like it's in like two minutes. Three booms per minute. No, I That's know. a lot. <laughs> yeah. I it's, mean. It's six booms per minute. That's a lot of booms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's, she was hallucinating the booms. Well, it hasn't. She started, <laughs> hasn't booming yet. She's two minutes from the time she gets out of the car to get to across the square, the packed, like, like, shoulder to shoulder, cans in a, sardines, so sardines in a can. It's like, like impossible. Square. And somehow she does it. Shocking. She does it a weird ass way too. Bella shoves through the people, pushing women and children alike, being the worst kind of person in a crowd. And she somehow manages to keep her balance through the whole thing. There's no room to fall. There's no room <laughs> to true. fall. But literally, I read that and I was just thinking about like all the times that we've been like at festivals or at a concert and like some fucking bitch is just shoving. And it's mm-hmm. like there's not even a space for you to to put your big clunky feet like get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You're so annoying. And like that was Bella just then. Yeah. Well, she's got a life to save. Yeah. Okay. Rather, she didn't. <laughs> Everywhere she could see were bodies clad in red, kids wearing fake vampire teeth, angry scowls as she shoved her way through the impossible obstacle, but she didn't care. Bella could see the clock tower. Wait, wait, Mm -hmm. wait. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't this be the one day that it may be acceptable for Edward to step into the light? Yeah, except for the fact that his skin is like a fucking... No, I I understand that, but... People are wearing fake vampire teeth. You could just be like, I'm a little vampy today. Yeah, I just rolled around in glitter. I got some glitter done. <laughs> yeah, but like nobody would associate skin like that with 
I don't know. I just, I was like, and also, if he's gonna, his whole big thing is I want to jump out in a, in a huge crowd. This is maybe the one day that maybe maybe well, people I think that's wouldn't why he think didn't about it. Choose to attack anyone vampire style because it's like Vampire Day. But also, I think that the point of his, his skin is like non-human. Like there's no like. Yeah, I think it looks like more than just rolling like, around I, in I glitter. I get yeah. it. I get it. But, but with, with all the theatrics of the day, he's choosing a day to like reveal himself in a way that like might not actually stand out, even though it's like it like it will stand out. But it crazy. but it like maybe is the one day you could get away with it. I well, I think that I think no, because Alice says I think when they're on the plane last chapter, like th- he would do it on St. Marcus Day, the day that is said you know, St. Marcus banished all the vampires from Volterra and the city has been safe ever since. And then like, what, then a vampire is going to come back on the thing? That's like a crazy omen. That's true. That would send the Mm -hmm. whole city into... Panic. Panic. And there's also just more people out there. I mean, the rest of this chapter, think about the fact that only one little girl like saw him. Yeah. Out of all of those people yeah so he like needed the numbers to be in his favor yeah mm-hmm. if, he, um, if he wasn't going to do something like dramatic mm-hmm. like this is very subtle mm-hmm. for the most part yeah because honestly his his skin probably in that noonday italian sun would have blinded everybody <laughs> yeah okay where am i Okay, so Bella could see the clock tower and recognize that she was going to be too late. She was stupid, slow, and human, and they would all die because of her. But there was a break in the crowd, and she lunges for it, and her shins bang up against the lip of a large fountain in the middle of the square. And she doesn't fall. And she doesn't fall. She instead launches herself gracefully into the knee-deep water. And that's faster than going around it? Yeah, because there's no people. In the fountain? I, I don't know. Running through water like slows you down. Yeah, but it's only knee deep. It's like not even. I can just picture her like, like, like you know how when people like try to run in water, they're, they're like doing the high knees the whole yeah, time. Yeah, but there's also like no obstacle of people like in her space. Like she just has a free break of like six feet. Yeah. I don't know. I just, in my head, I'm like, that's not the fastest way to she do that. She loves her water. She loves drowning in the ocean. She loves taking a shower to clear her trauma wait that reminds me you guys there were votes oh, yeah, for bath after <laughs> drowning only four but i was surprised <laughs> that there were four and we knew one or two of them yeah <laughs> i was like i why i know why do i know you and this is your answer <laughs> i almost messaged them and was like you need to explain to me why <laughs> and then i didn't but so if you were one of the people that chose bath, please write in and explain. Explain your yourself. You don't have to explain yourself to me. You have it. to explain yourself to two thirds of this I podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she's running, doing her high knees in this po- fountain, pond thing, fountain. She's spraying icy water everywhere as the toll of the clock tower boomed overhead. Bum, bum, bum. And then there's no mention of her leaving this fountain, but <laughs> <laughs> she decides to stand in there like Columbus. 
It just immediately goes into her searching the dark, narrow passage under the clock tower. I think with her <laughs> eyes, she's looking. Well, yeah, but like, and then she just continues running. Like, it, there, there's never oh, it a mention say, like, of her like yeah. leaving the fountain. She's just running. Okay. So I was a little confused trying her, to she's running up the there, hill. But... She's Kate Bush, okay? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she sure is. So she, she searches the dark, narrow passage under the clock tower, but there are still too many people in the way for her to see street level. The clock told again. It's even harder for her to see now as her eyes filled with tears, either from the wind or defeat. What is it? The wind like 500 miles per hour? Why are her eyes watering so, from the wind? She said it's like super windy. Um, there is a mention of like some woman's like red scarf like blowing off of her head. It yeah. was in your section. Yeah. And it's like whipping around like it's alive. And like, I guess it's just like super windy. And then mm. she said without the people like in her way now that she's in the fountain mm -hmm. it was like the wind is like direct into her eyes and she's like i don't know if i'm crying because the wind is like blasting me in the face or because i'm not gonna get there in time and he's gonna die and we're all gonna die okay and then the clock told again so that's two we're really setting the scene <laughs> I wasn't going to do it, but then every other sentence had it. I was like, I have to put this You have in to. Here. You have to. So a family of four stood nearest to the alley's mouth, and Bella thinks she can see something bright in the shadows just behind them. She hurdles towards them, and the clock told again. One of the young girls tugs on her mother's elbow, pointing towards the shadows behind them. Bella is so close now, and the clock told again. Bella is barreling toward this family, shouting Edward's name over and over again. The father with the baby dodge a manic Bella, and she sprints for the darkness behind them. And the, the clock, clock told, told again. again. <laughs> <laughs> she could see him now, standing motionless and bare-chested a few feet from the mouth of the alley, and she can see that he cannot see her, the light reflecting dimly from his skin. His eyes are closed, ringed in deep purple shadows. His arms relax at his sides and his palms turned forward. She's like very like... So Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> the vibe I was getting. Like, okay. <laughs> his expression is peaceful as if dreaming pleasant things. Obviously dreaming of better times with Bella, whatever that might be. Because <laughs> like, I don't think we've heard no any. good times together. <laughs> not, not one. Like not one. The Meadow. But even that, mm -mm. he like <laughs> ran away from her. He literally threatened her in the meadow. Like they they did not have a single good time. <laughs> the only good times they had were quite literally not in the book. They're like, <laughs> we had the best summer ever. And then that was it. <laughs> like, uh, what? Yeah, I don't know. But he, he's got them locked and loaded in there. He's having a grand old time. Bella claims she has never seen anything more beautiful and the last seven months meant nothing. His words in the forest meant nothing. Nothing. Her and Jacob means nothing. And nothing means anything. of the past seven months meant All nothing. Forgiving. Forgiven. Yeah, because he is so fucking hot. She is so down bad for this man. He's so <laughs> hot. She was like, I... I had I almost died. I almost unalived myself several times, and that's okay because you are fucking banging. She said coma meant nothing. She said you are walking coma meant nothing. An angel amongst men. 
me chasing down random men thinking they could harm me meant nothing. Nothing. Motorcycles. Nothing. Nothing. Jumping off of a cliff. Nothing. Nothing. The belts hold again. Nothing. (laughs) Jacob. Nothing. Literally, that one. That one actually pissed me off the most when I read that. I was like, like literally, Jacob meant nothing to you. Like nothing. Even though you literally have said several times that you're so in love with Jacob. Okay. Yeah. Nothing though. Because Edward is a stone cold hottie, I guess. Yeah, because it's- I would love to see a man that hot in real life. <laughs> what is he as toxic? I can only hope so because that would mean <laughs> that everything is forgiven and no matter what, I would just be so happy and in bliss because I would be in awe of his beauty every time he entered a room. Yeah, and you'd be on the same page as Bella where it does not matter if he didn't want her. It wouldn't. It absolutely <laughs> wouldn't. I would be blissful. She is. And she would never want anything but him. No matter how long she lived. Uh, Same. To what I said 16 hours ago, you were considering settling for Jacob and a breath away from Makeout City. Mm -hmm. But okay. (laughs) She's ready. And then the clock told again. (laughs) Bing bong. Edward Bing bong. (laughs) What is this? Inside out? (laughs) No, no, no. What is... What is the thing? Uh, bing bong. I know what you're talking about. Oh. Like the Staten Island thing. Is it bing bong? Is it's, that what he says? It's bing bong. That's what I was referring to. <laughs> oh, yeah. not Disney also, Pixar Inside Out. <laughs> Inside Out. Bing bong. I don't remember that from the movie. It's very sad. I got it's her imaginary friend. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Who gives his life for her? Yeah, he gives his life for her happiness. Oh, nice. For joy. Our <laughs> <laughs> yeah. game was. So. Edward took a big stride toward the light. Bella calls out his name, but he isn't listening. He smiles slightly, and Bella crashed into him so hard it knocked the breath out of her and snapped her head back. This is the second time she's done this. Broken ragdoll. She literally <laughs> did it to Alice as if she like forgot. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, I forgot how hard their bodies are. And then she's like, Edward, I am going to concuss myself on you. Here we go. Well, I don't think she was planning on doing anything less here. No, definitely not. And then the clock told again. I think that's like seven now. Now they're both in some twisted awe. Bella fighting to force him back into the shadows and fully aware of the mortal danger they were both in. I guess his would be immortal Immortal. danger. (laughs) But the book says mortal danger. And feels nothing but well and whole. Can you hear that in your headphones? I'm not sure. I feel like probably. I can't hear it in my headphones, but anyway. It was like there had never been any hole in her chest. Quote, I was perfect. Not healed, uh-huh. but as if there had been no wound in uh-huh. the first place. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Because you need a therapist. the last seven months meant, meant nothing. nothing. <laughs> and the clock told again. Edward opens his eyes and looks down at Bella, amused that Carlisle was right. He brushes against her cheek, obviously, and the clock told again. He is amused in thinking Carlisle was right in them having souls and an afterlife. Heaven, even. He can't believe how quick it was and that he didn't feel a thing. 
He quotes that meaningless play, Romeo and Juliet, and the clock boomed out its final chime. I feel like that was only like nine. Yeah. Only. Well, yeah, but a bell, it should be 12. So it booms once in my section. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you can't fucking count. Can't count, bitch. (laughs) And he notes that Bella smells exactly the same as always and thinks maybe he is in hell after all. But he doesn't care. This is the best version of hell he could ask for. Do... Do Mormons believe in heaven and hell? Like, I just don't know. I don't know either. I'm just curious. I would think yes. But we can find out. We can ask the Google. We can ask Jeeves, as they would have done in 2006. <laughs> JK, I was Googling in 2006. I was never a Jeeves girl. I don't even know what that is. You don't know Ask Jeeves? Well, I know what it is from you guys talking about it before, but... I had no idea what it was The online butler that would Google things for you. There are three heavens and one hell. Oh, okay. I'm not going to go much further into it. That's just what What it is. So there is a belief there. Okay, I'm just curious. All right. Bella is struggling to get Edward to move, but he finally comes to and snaps Bella around to place her between him and the alley wall. Enter Felix and Dimitri from the shadows, here to retrieve both Edward and Bella. Edward tries to shake them off, insisting he no longer needs their services. Nice try. When that doesn't work, he tells Bella to go back into the square and enjoy the rest of the festival. Again, nice try. Yeah, did he really <laughs> think that was going to fucking work? Come He's on. Like, oh, run along, sweetie. Go play. I know. <laughs> and they're like, absolutely the fuck not. He's She's like, coming with us. <laughs> go on, pet. That's <laughs> yeah. actually not like, there's like a another nod to that in the next chapter, too. Mm-hmm. Things are getting a little tense between Edward and, is it Aro? Mm-hmm. Aro's lackeys. I don't know why I want to say Arrow, but I know that's not right. Aro's lackeys when Alice appears out of the shadows. Everybody's just popping in and out of these shadows here. Yeah, they are. Felix and Dimitri aren't thrilled by the even match in numbers, and Alice lets them know they're being watched now by the family that Bella bulldozed in the square. And they're like, what do you think they're trying to make of that? Um, so it does like kind of cover it in my section a little bit. Bella's like, obviously, like this family sees Edward in like a protective stance over her. Mm. And like, that's a cause for concern for the family. So they like go and get one of the guards. Oh, yeah. yeah in the yeah. area. And the next thing you know, there's six guards. That's right. And the family standing at the end of this alley. And the whole time, Dimitri's like, can we please take this somewhere else? Yeah. Like, this is, let's have this conversation anywhere else. Yeah, because like literally they'll be forced to have to kill all of those people. They yeah. don't care about that, but. Well, I think they just don't want to be found out. Yeah. Yeah. And Edward's like, mm, no, we can actually have this conversation right here because there's not much to talk about. The girl's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> the girl. <laughs> So, yeah, that said, Dimitri is trying to reason with Edward to take this matter somewhere more private, and Edward is having no part of it. The matter is settled when another one of the Volturi arrive. The newcomer was as tiny as Alice, her size so insignificant that the reaction of the others confused Bella. Felix, Dimitri, and Edward all relaxed, only Edward's is in defeat as he sighed out her name in recognition and resignation. Jane. (laughs) 
Um, uh, okay. <laughs> Jane in Jane the house. house. <laughs> Do you think our <laughs> listeners are, like, ever sick of that? Do you think any of them have watched Puffs? <laughs> I feel like they haven't, and they're like, what is this? Do you know what got me to watch Puffs, though? What? Was Swish and Flick doing that all, all the, the fucking time. time on their podcast. I was like, what is, is this? this? Like, I need to know. And they would always say, like, oh, it's Puffs. You have to go watch it. I was like, all right, fine. After hearing you do this... 4,000 times. We do it every episode. I'm going to go watch it. We do it every <laughs> single episode. <laughs> it's just so good. Okay, so Jane and the whatever Volturi start moving and Alice walks after Jane. Edward puts his arm around Bella's waist and pulled her along besides Jane. Edward spoke to Alice saying he shouldn't be surprised to see her. Alice felt that it was her mistake and that it was her job to make it right. So I guess... Throughout this too, they're like kind of like speaking. Alice is like speaking to Edward in his in his head too, mm-hmm. and basically Edward's like, "So you figured it out, and here you are." <laughs> basically, like you saw me do this, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Well, I think too is that she's saying like it was my mistake in the vision of seeing right. like Bella, Bella die. die. Yeah, yeah. So obviously she was gonna come and make it right. Right. Yeah. But also. I feel like it's kind of selfish. Maybe we've talked about this before, but I feel like it's kind of selfish on Edward's part because he knows his actions is going to cause consequences to the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And if he knew, like, if he's not surprised to see Alice, like, he knew she was going to try and stop him, right? Yeah, of so, course. Like, why is he being a little bitch? He is lovesick. Yep. So Edward asked what had happened, and Alice explained that Bella did jump off a cliff, but she wasn't trying to kill herself. It was recreational only, even though she basically almost died. I would be so fucking embarrassed if they were talking about this in front of the Volturi if I were Bella. I would be like, can we please, like, just, like, later when it's, like, just us, if we survive, like, do we have to talk about this right now? Like, so embarrassing for me. Yeah. Like, this is embarrassing. Shut the fuck up, you guys. Yeah. And Bella could only imagine the thoughts Edward must be hearing in Alice's head now. The near drownings, the stalking vampires, wolf friends, wolf maybe boyfriends. Mm-hmm. One wolf that's that. getting just a little too, too close. close. <laughs> so the group of them came to a dead end, however, without hesitation. Okay, whatever. So they're, they're walking, whatever, down this alley and they come to like a dead end and Bella's like, all right. Where do we go? What are we doing? But without hesitation, Alice slid down an open hole in the street. And it looks like a drain and it's sunk to the lowest point of the paving. So I guess they're all walking and then they just bloop. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, just, they're literally just, just jumping just into jumping this right fucking into the sewer, over. basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're jumping in like a little hole. And Belle's like, what the fuck? But Edward assured Belle that it was all right. Alice will catch her at the bottom. Bella imagined Edward would probably have gone first if Dimitri and Felix had not been right behind them. Smart of him not to. Yep. Right, but why would why would she assume that? I don't, she, I don't know. He would go first if he could catch her. To catch her, but somebody needs to be behind her so these two don't do something. Don't do some. eat her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Bella closed her eyes and hopped into the hole and Alice, of course, caught her at the bottom. Edward followed behind, and Bella wrapped both her arms around his waist and tripped and stumbled her way across the uneven stone surface. Mm-hmm. Tripped and stumbled across the uneven stone surface as if there wasn't cobble streets that she was just running Sprinting across gracefully. On. Yes. 
Well, there were people there to keep her from falling. Nobody, nobody here now. Mm. Just wide open cobblestone. There's <laughs> Edward. Mm. Just clinging onto that man. That's true. Yeah. But anyways, please take a sip. Thank you. Um. So they're in this tunnel and it's dark. There's no sound. Bella realized that this was the only reunion her and Edward were going to get. So Bella assumes they're just fucking dead. Like they're just all going to be slaughtered. Yeah. This is it. And for now, it felt like Edward wanted her. And that was enough to offset the horror of the subterranean tunnel and the prowling vampires behind them. Excuse me. Why? <laughs> like she, This girl's just nuts. Like, she's just insane. She's like, uh, like, you know what? I'm fine with this situation right now because it seems like Edward wants me she's in this moment. That's all she cares about. Yeah. Like, I just... That's it. Like Nothing else matters. I just don't even... Like, sure, it's nice to know that, you know, the person you love wants you back, but I just don't understand. That's all you're thinking about right now? Like, I just... Yeah. Yeah. She's (laughs) Delulu. So Bella thought Edward just felt guilty and that's why he was pulling Bella close. So again, this makes no fucking sense because she's like, oh, he wants me. But then she's like, no, he just feels guilty. And that's why he's he's keeping me close because he got me into this mess. Oh, well, yeah. She and is. I might die now because of him. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Bella didn't care what his motivation was as he pressed his lips to her forehead. So she's just basking in all the Edward right now. She doesn't care about literally anything that's happening. Or the potential death she might face in like 10 minutes. But whatever. Bella wished that she could ask Edward what was going to happen now. And then all of a sudden the tunnel started to become lighter. And Bella began shaking because she was so cold. And Edward realized that he was making Bella cold and he let her go. But Bella insisted they be close. Who knew how long they had left. And then on the other side of the room was a large wooden door Edward suddenly tensed and his jaw clenched tight and that's where we leave off. I wonder why. Same. Hmm. I guess we'll find out. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bella. Where the hell have you been, Lofka? Yeah, I was like, if you see these dogs going on, just know I'm upstairs going on. Like, (laughs) that's what I was thinking of. That's what you were thinking about. Bing bong. With my coworker Gina, who was in a band. I've mentioned her band on here before, Melba Rouge. Anyway, they had a show at the Grape Room in Mania, and they played like all unreleased music, which is so fun. And mm-hmm. then they did like their encore was like two songs that I that like I know mm-hmm. they're known for. So um, they it was amazing, and we ran into. Somebody from our home office out at the bar. Why are you making that face? Because I've heard this before. On the podcast? Mm-hmm. What? How? You ran into someone from home office mm-hmm. and they were like absolutely wasted and you were wondering if they we regretted talk- it the I, next day and they're like, oh I my God. I talked to you about it in person here. No, it was 1000% on the podcast because I, I was I like should I that. cut this out am I supposed to cut this out oh whatever <laughs> fine I'll skip it if you've already heard it then what day is Mother's Day May 10th no it was May 11th May 14th oh 
That would make sense. Mm. I did tell this story a long time ago. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.